Facebook and Twitter are making big moves on this tech edition of Industry Focus. Greetings, fools. I am Sean O'Reilly here, joining you at Fool Headquarters in beautiful Alexandria, Virginia. And to my left is the one and only Nathan Hamilton. How are you today, sir? I'm good. And to my right is Sean O'Reilly. How are you? Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Uh, I'm doing well. I uh, got out yesterday. It was 70 degrees. Took the sun for a walk. Good times all around. Yeah, it's been some beautiful weather out here in, in D.C. Fingers crossed that it will... Uh, temperatures only going up. Anyway. Yep. Uh, so... Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, everybody's making big moves, um, and I definitely want to get your thoughts on them, and I'm sure our listeners are very curious what the investment ramifications are these uh, for these companies are. Sure. First and foremost, we've got a Google Mobile update. Uh, what is going on? Yeah, not so much um, new news as maybe it's becoming more relevant as, as the deadline nears, but on April 21st, Google will be updating their algorithm. And, you know, we're an investing company, sort of. Is this like a Y2K kind of a thing or no? (laughs) You know, some SEO people might look at it that way, but it it could have big ramifications. So I'll explain a little bit about what's going on and and why it matters for anybody that's interested in actually investing in Google. So essentially, Google is going to be factoring or weighting, I guess, mobile friendliness factors into their rankings. So this... For This means for SEO people trying to rank higher on the page, um, for any search engine marketers that are trying to get their ad ranked higher than somebody else on the page, Google is going to take into account you know, your landing page, your website. Is it mobile friendly or not? And if it is, you get a higher ranking factor. And of course, that determines where you land on the page. Local restaurants, ignore this at your own peril. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I was and, just thinking what I use Google on my phone for when I'm out and about. And I'm sure. like, restaurants, stores, like coupons? I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, you have to look at this in the broad context of it and really linking it up to what it means as an investor. So, for, for those following Google, you've seen over the last one, two years a pretty consistent trend. Cost per click is going down significantly, but the actual volume of clicks is going up, you know, offsetting that decline. And where it's coming from is from mobile. You know, mobile is the future when it comes to how anyone surfs the web, how advertisers seek out customers. It's really where the industry is going. So Google's making this change. You know, some could even argue a little bit slow to That was exactly what I was about to say to you because that's like the highlight of every Facebook Earnings releases. Oh, well, our, here's what we did in mobile. Here's yeah, what we did. that's all. And to their credit, they're minting money. Like they they've are. got this cash register out back, and it's got mobile written all over it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was my question: Is, is Google late to the game on this one? I don't know. They're not late to the game. Do you imagine a, it's, a, it's Google? But yeah, <laughs> no, that's true because they they got container ships full of God knows what. But <laughs> well, that that failed tremendously. Yeah, I, I don't. What, what was that? Was that like a paintball course or something? Uh, I, I can't recall <laughs> what it was. Um, I'll have to look back at it. It was this big mystery for a while, and then we were all sorely disappointed. Whatever it was. Yep. Um, but do you imagine a world where uh, a Google conference call reads like a Facebook one, with it the mobile highlight? Yeah. You know, no, because they're they're different companies. Google yeah. does focus on different things. They, the one thing they have in common, of course, is that advertising revenue. So I think that aspect of it, no doubt, you'll see the same sort of trend, which Facebook focuses focuses on monthly active users, mobile advertising. Google's going to be looking at, hey, our our CPCs are declining. 
but our volume is rising because, hey, it's mobile. And you look at the overall effect to Google, their revenue is up in the last quarter, what was it? I think um, it was about 15%. Yeah. So even with this dynamic taking place, the company is still generating huge number of revenue. Um, and you have to look at it as well. You know, what the big thing is, about 40% of time spent for retail consumers comes from the desktop, 60% is from mobile. You know, that goes back to the trend which, which we were talking about. But the actual dollars spent are predominantly weighted toward desktop. So we know people are sort of discovering on mobile, they're not spending money on mobile as a consumer. Right. But as advertisers figure out how to sort of flip that dynamic and get mobile, how to monetize it better, that's a huge tailwind for Google. And, right. You know, even Facebook and Twitter and so forth as well. Yeah, that's a trick. Okay. Yeah, and actually moving on to Twitter here, um, they're rolling out Periscope, which is a streaming app for Twitter and uh, basically a company they acquired for like about $100 million uh, yep. a few, few months ago. Um, what's the deal here? What What are your thoughts? So to give some background. I'm sure anyone on Twitter did they buy, did they buy this for stock? By the way, do you know? <laughs> I don't know. It, I I never came across this acquisition originally. Yeah, um, I just I never. I, every time I see Twitter or somebody like them buy somebody, I'm like, how did you buy them? <laughs> All stock. I wouldn't be surprised. But essentially, Twitter rolls out Periscope, which goes beyond just the normal tweet, and it's actual live streaming. I guess tweeting live streaming of, of some sort. And it really gets at the problem of what many see on Twitter is the engagement issue. You know, if you look at the two in contrast, Facebook, oh, engagement's high. Twitter, engagement sucks. Right. That's really affected the investment thesis. And if we go for the past two weeks or so, we've seen a huge rise in sort of the falling of Meerkat, which is another app that essentially does the same thing as Periscope. But the first impressions- But it has a crazier name. And is yes, therefore better. Exactly. <laughs> but the first impressions, and, and here's why I think it could be meaningful for, for Twitter investors and, and the company as a whole, is the first impressions for Periscope are far better than what Meerkat has. And Meerkat was getting you know a huge following on social media. So you have to look at it for the engagement issues. I think this is a step in the right direction for Twitter. Does this solve the problem with Twitter, do you think? I don't think any single thing solves a problem. You have to look at it you know, for investors. It's all these small steps to fixing right. the problem. And I think this is a move in the right direction. And, of course, Twitter knew it. That's why they acquired the company for $100 million. Naturally, yeah. Yep. What's the experience there before we move on? Is it like you know live streaming of the uh, the plane crash in the Swiss Alps? Or like what would it look like? So to relate it to that, maybe a reporter could live stream from the actual site. Oh, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, got mm-hmm. it. Okay, well, yeah. As that's... opposed to just sending out 100... 140 character I can see that being it. particularly useful in getting me on Twitter during Obama announcing, like uh, when Obama announced that they got Osama bin Laden in 2000, what was it 10 or 11 yep. or what, just stuff like that, like the State of the Union or you know just stuff like that. So yeah, that that uh, that's interesting. I wonder if Twitter can pull a rabbit out of their hat here. You know, and maybe they could monetize it somehow if this if it's opened up to third parties and advertisers. You know. I could have a ad of, yeah, and throw out an ad out there. I'm sure Instagram's doing it, Facebook is doing it. Why not Twitter? One of our analysts here had this great line. I I knew it, but it's just this just puts us so succinctly. And it's um, to Facebook and Google and all these social media companies, the product isn't the site. You're the product. Oh, absolutely. And I was like, oh my gosh, 
Facebook isn't the product. I'm the product. Yeah, we think it's a place to socialize, <laughs> but in reality, it's you're a product. You're yeah. Mechanism. This is this is the matrix. You know, <laughs> and it's funny you relate that back to um, to Zuckerberg or Facebook when they initially became public. He mentioned, you know, he di- or before they became public, they downplayed the advertising angle of it. But once they became public, they started getting the calls from Wall Street. Hey, you guys got to monetize this. Go after it. You know, this started a, sh- a shift a little bit, and they're saying, oh. You know, absolutely. I can remember even very recent, like two years ago, everybody was like, oh, Facebook, there's no way they'll monetize things and all this stuff. And Everybody's then they just started naysayer. killing it. Yeah. I mean, it, it consistently made like billions upon billions of dollars that they're making on just mobile alone. Yeah, when you have a platform that big and, and expansive, you have to think when they flip the switch on a, on you know a quality offering, it'll generally do pretty well. Right. So uh, moving on to, uh, and this is the big news that I was really excited to talk about, uh, was uh, Zuckerberg at the F8 conference. Um, and he said a lot of cool stuff, and we're going to talk about this in a minute, but it actually could relate to WhatsApp. So mm-hmm. with that, what did Zuckerberg have to say at F8? And I'll let you talk about WhatsApp, but um, some of the things which I came across, which I believe are the biggest stories, um, one was on Messenger. And specifically, if we look back, I believe it was approximately a year ago, Facebook took the messenger app separated it from the native app on on your phone or mobile device or and essentially it's a separate app at this point and it's all part of a, a bigger strategy to help monetize messenger better about a month or two back they introduced payments um, and recently what they announced at the conference is they're opening up messenger to third parties that is the big news dun, to dun, me dun 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 so this is really a big move and you know it, it opens up there who knows how many daily active users they have at this point, but um, we need we need like a, sound effects like our normal radio show. Like a, we can't do the Kramer thing though. No, that would be <laughs> nice, but yeah. But um, so what I was getting at was we were talking uh, up on uh, floor above us here, and it was uh, me and Dylan Lewis, uh, one of the other Motley Fool analysts, and we were talking about this, and he brought up this point, and I don't know where he heard this or what, but um, what if because they're opening up to third parties and making Messenger a part, uh, you know. Comcast customer services. I'm sure you've you know gone to a website for you know like your water bill or Comcast or you know your cell phone bill. I I, I set up my cell phone service partially on their chat function on their customer service over sure. T-Mobile. Imagine doing that with Facebook Messenger or dun 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 WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Is that how they can partially monetize WhatsApp? Because you could be traveling abroad and be able to chat with the customer service for your water if you're main blows up or something where I, I i don't know but point being that would be so cool because i love chatting with utilities or whatever instead of calling them and waiting and <laughs> pacing yep. around and all that stuff but that that was a big deal to me yeah i mean you look at the whole the whole argument for why that could be beneficial so you've got the monetization side of it you've also got the whole thing of facebook is just this huge ecosystem and has billions of users on it. Well, I shouldn't say billions. 1.3-ish. But um, any sort of service that for a consumer that makes it easy to communicate with a company. Anywhere on planet Earth. Yeah, it (laughs) makes that process a lot easier. There's a benefit to that. And, you know, you bring up the customer service example. Um, You know, absolutely a company could go on there and have, um, I guess, broad reach to a lot of their consumers all in a centralized location. And that's really a beneficial aspect of it. 
um, may not have the huge monetization capabilities and drive Facebook's revenue and so forth, but it is definitely a benefit. I just I feel like we got a minor glimpse into Zuckerberg's evil plan mm-hmm. with you know the breaking apart of Messenger from Facebook, and then then we hear this and the customer service opening up a third parties thing, and I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, they they mentioned some interesting things in in retails too. I'd I'd encourage our listeners to go look up some of the news stories there but there's really some uh, some interesting stuff going on with it were you considerably more bullish on Facebook after the f8 conference no I, and, and this gets back to no single thing really changes okay. up an investment thesis um, considerably I've owned Facebook shares for for a while now um, still continue to own them will own them for the next few years and probably beyond that but you know that's my personal opinion right um, ultimately but you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of tailwinds behind the company. This is a positive move in, in the right direction, just like Twitter's. Yeah, the uh, the most interesting thing, man. I could not believe Zuckerberg came out with that. I really couldn't. Yeah. Very good. Well, thank you for your thoughts, Nathan. And uh, uh, that's it for us, fools. Before we go, I want to make our listeners aware of a special offer available to all industry-focused listeners for a subscription to the Motley Fool's top-performing stock advisor newsletter. Head over to focus.fool.com to learn more about this special offer. And as always, people on this program may have interest in the stocks that they talk about. The Motley Fool may have formal recommendations for or against these stocks, so don't buy or sell anything based solely on what you hear on this program. That's it for us, fools. Thanks for listening, and fool on. Fool on.